As PFI matures, public-private relationships have evolved and partnerships now focus less on the project and more on a long-term programme of activities. That demands a different um, approach to the way the deal is structured. It demands the, the concept of, of um, bringing new monies in from, from different sources. It demands the idea of um, the concept of continuous improvement. Although PFI is in its teens, it's hard to evaluate, as there is still relatively little comparative financial data. But the companies involved have not universally succeeded. The issues are whether the private sector parties are reaping excess returns and whether the public sector is getting better value for money than it would under the conventionally centrally funded alternative. On both scores, we have to say the jury is out. What we've seen is that private sector parties to these contracts are registering a very widespread of returns. Um, the political spotlight is on those who have reaped very high returns. But we've also had failures. Companies who arguably identified PFI as the crock of gold at the end of the rainbow, the only crocs concerned are the companies themselves. In mid-2006, a further £1.5 billion was committed to future projects, primarily in the health sector. But for the partners themselves, the real issue, and the key to success, is how they get along together. The analogy I always use is marriage. You have a whirlwind romance shortly after the tenders are received. There's a honeymoon period. You spend the dowry and you build a lovely new big hospital. But then you've got to live together, and you've got to live together for a long period. 